<laughs> what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Flow State Gaming Podcast, episode number three of the number one up-and-coming Valorant podcast on the internet. I am Colter Fair, aka Astro, along with me, my very weak and feeble, often sickly good friend, Rogan Prescott. What is up, brother? Hello, everyone. Um, you heard it. Coulter said it. It's it's good to be back. Dude, uh, today we're going to be covering <laughs> what? I am feeling good tonight. I just wanted to throw that You're in. feeling good? I am feeling very, very good this evening. Yeah. Okay, well. How are, cool. how are you feeling this evening? Do you have a hot drink? Well, I feel like trash now. You just interrupted me. Well, because you're trash at the pod. Your intro sucks. <laughs> it would actually go somewhere without your intro. <laughs> just get better, I, I know my intro is trash, dude. Is it work in progress? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this episode, we're going to be covering Split, the map Split, and all about it. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. We're going deep yep. on Split. We're going to give you guys a rundown of this last week. Coulter reaching um, Gold 1, which is huge. That is, that's a huge, that's my number one announcement today. Boys and girls, I have joined the Gold family once again. It was a long, hard battle. We will see how long he lasts. It won't be long. Dude. I had to get, you seen it, I already told you, I had to get back-to-back match MVPs to get out of Silver 3. That's, That's what it true. took. And that was, I, I did see that. It was four wins in a row to get me out of there. It was just absolutely stupid. But here I am. I'm glad to be back in the gold. Um, how, was, how was your week? Did you, did you get some matches my, in? My week was fine. I did get some matches in. Um, I'm plat three still. Going to try to make the push to diamond. Hopefully, I can make it back there. I think you yeah, can do it, man. I think my goal is just to stay above you at all times. Well, that's that's setting yourself up for success. And because, I'm not and I'm not worried for that. No, you don't need to be. It's uh it's very rare that you'll see me uh in platinum this season, I imagine. But uh I'm I'm gonna be pushing for platinum, man. Culture, I, I actually do believe you were there. You were there, plat two. Thanks, man. Do it again. Um, we do have a little exciting news to put out into the universe here. We may have a possible guest next week, which would be huge. So to talk about a agent. This is gonna be our first agent breakdown, and we thought we would bring in a experience really knows the character. Someone that really gets deep and has put a lot of hours in on the agent that we want to cover. We know the perfect candidate. We've sent him the message. He is uh, a little interested. He's going to listen to episode one, and hopefully that intro just brings him right in. So Yeah, and if not, we'll, we'll be looking for some other boys. We have some Iron friends of ours that we want to kind of put on the show to, you know, just explain their struggles that they go through. I kind of think a, a little Iron segment would be, would be nice for the viewers. Yeah. Um, but other than that, man, do you have any other announcements this evening? I don't think we have many other announcements before this, Coulter did let me know that he is currently drinking decaf again. <laughs> yes, I have a nice so that has freshly, not changed. A freshly pressed stop, stop. Decaf. Pike's place roast. <sighs> also, I have my gaming slippers on, which is a new addition. Um very That's nice. a huge announcement. Yeah, very, very big actually. Nice and warm. I go barefooted. I've tried it with socks, little little clustered in there. So I go barefoot into my moccasins. And um, I have the twinkle lights running as well. So I think that's, that's what's putting out all this energy that I have tonight. I'm feeling I have the twinkle good. lights as well. And, and it, it is making me feel real, real nice. Are you commando this evening? Yes, I am running commando. Yep, it's uh, me as yeah, well, Yeah, for, for all the listeners out there, Coulter has changed my life with a commando style. <laughs> I think it is very beneficial to your gameplay. And for those who are hard stuck in iron, do you just rip... Those undies off. <laughs> Grab those undies and just, just tear them off. Grinding, <laughs> dude. I have changed it's a lot of people's changing. lives. Yeah, you're not the only one either. Multiple boys have transitioned uh, to my Gosh. commando method. Um, a lot less sweat, a lot more movement. <laughs> it's just, dude. I'm. I still get a lot of sweat, man. Well, it's because you're a gnarly boy. So. What the heck? I don't want to. I don't want that come from. I don't want to scare. You're a dirty little rabid dog. <laughs> don't give me that. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I don't want to scare off the new frogs because you say that you're just sweating commando. Who do you think is gonna want to go well, commando? I'm a normal person. Everyone's gonna sweat. No, dude. I have less sweat than ever when I'm running commando. 
Dude, That's... my scrotum sweats excessively. <laughs> oh, my... Commando. <laughs> I don't know how you are dry. <gasps> that is incredible. <laughs> you must have a... <laughs> okay, anyways. Anyways, guys, we're, we're going we're gonna to dig into Split here before it gets too gnarly. Family-friendly show, by the way. Um, and I'm, Not anymore after that. Well, yeah, we can, we're going to edit that out, obviously. Probably not. <laughs> um, we don't I'm got gonna, time for that. Exactly. That's actually very true. It's actually uh, insane that we're even here tonight. So we're making it happen. Um, let's go through the things that we like about Split. Um, I can kick us off with the first one here. Um, it's kind of basic. I just, I really like the visuals of the map. I think that the visibility is really clear. I'm a big fan of the colors on the map, a lot of white, neutral colors. And again, that's just helping with visibility. And uh, Lydia Zanotti, I probably am messing up that name, actually wrote an article on that just yesterday. Um, and this is a direct quote from her. She was actually talking about Icebox, but it's kind of relevant to this as well. Uh, she says, to help with the visual noise, we make sure that our materials are similar in value and there isn't too much contrast or darkness we can also improve clarity by using lights to illuminate dark areas or to spotlight spaces where you would want the most visibility possible, such as spike plant site or commonly peaked corners, end quote. So it's really clear to me that they have clarity in mind and visibility. There's not random shrapnel on your screen or too much clutter, which I really enjoy. And you can see that a lot on Split. Um, what is your first? What's the thing that pops out to you that you like about it most? My first list was was how simple it is. Okay. I like how the map has A and B sites and then it has a mid and that mid connects both of those sites together. You can choose to go to B or A through mid. It's very simply laid out um, for people who are beginners. I know people who kind of understood the map faster than others. It doesn't have any teleporters like bind and I. it's not open either. It, I think it's a good spacing, um, good range. You kind of have close like to mid-range fights, so it's not like super spread out like Icebox or Ascent, which makes it hard to watch all those angles. Yeah, yep. Which um, I really enjoy. Yeah, and it, it kind of, like you said, with the no teleporters, this map's little gimmick was, this was our first introduction to the, to the ropes, the rope feature. And so that's kind of this map's little twerk that it has about it. It's a cool feature. I, I like the ropes. I like that uh, it allows all the agents to gain verticality, especially on the B Heaven. It just kind of it, it adds a little something to the gameplay. But yeah, I like the simplicity of the map as well. Um, yeah, it's it's really nice that way. Um, there's not too many ropes, but it does. I do like how it provides that way into heaven. Like on just B a site. just a it's like just enough. You know what I mean? It's not overbearing. Just like, yeah, it, it, they put it in places where like. It's not just there uselessly, like it is used. Yep. It's used to like traverse the map, which is really nice. Yeah. And on B Heaven, instead of jumping down and they'll hear that drop, you can just, you know, sh use shift and go down the rope that way. So it's just a kind of a cool little al alternate way to traverse the map um, quietly or quickly, whatever your situation is. And I, I think that it's a, it's a cool little addition that makes, makes this map better than it would be without them. Um, yeah, for sure. But uh, like you were saying, I like how both sites feel really different. There's just an A site and a B site, and they, they're they different in how A site has longer sight lines, and I feel like B is a little tighter. Um, and I, I like that diversity. If your team is better at playing longer angles, then you kind of have a, a choice that you can make to promote that style of gameplay. Um, but each site has sneaky little angles that you can get into and you know it feels good to be able to switch up your angles on defense when you're defending i think of those boxes you know that are right to the left when you enter b or there's the a rafters or in a hell just like those little off angles that you can use um both sites feel a lot different but they both feel pretty good yeah for sure i can also agree with that um and then so kind of <clears throat> sorry my list isn't in any really order of like things I like the most to the least. But just another thing that I have written down here is you can play a lot of place, different play styles on the map, which I like kind of like what you were saying. There's, there's some tight corners, there's some long angles, 
So if you love to use the Yop, there's a place for that. Um, but if you want to run tight angles with shotguns, there's a place for you as well. So I like that about the map as well. There's been a <clears throat> a lot of hate on this map. Like, yeah, there has. I think it's it is more um, defenders sided. I think it favors in the defenders, which some people don't like about um, attacking. It does get difficult when you don't have a good team composition or good team communication, which is hard. It's also something I wanted to mention earlier before we started talking about maps in general that to to be able to do good on any map or any or with any team, I would say communication is the most important is being on your mics and having like a good positive team. So that's one thing that you really need to focus on for anyone who is playing Valorant competitive is just to always stay positive with your team. Don't get toxic. If a teammate's like making you real mad, just try to calm yourself down and just use positive reinforcement to don't let that bother you. Yeah, that's really true, man. It's true on all maps and and split. It feels almost, doesn't it feel like it's almost more important to try and combo abilities i i don't know i might be out to lunch on this it just feels like smokes are really big on this map and i all i do agree with that you know what i mean it's it's really you were saying that mid feels really important and i think that's really true on attack it's um i really like the way mid feels it's smooth and natural on both sides defense and offense i think it's well put together but mid control is huge on split and uh, yep. that is kind of something I like. It, it often feels like a battle for mid control. And if you do get a kill in mid, it feels really impactful because you can really play off of that pick. Like it's a really big kill, it feels like. But if you have no team behind you, this map can really, really get gnarly on attack in my experience. Yeah, for sure. I think on all sites, I would say mid is the most open. But on A and B site, it's... When when you're attacking, you need to push out pretty fast. I think in a lot of places you can get bottlenecked and a raise nade can pretty much wreck two of your teammates if you guys are all clustered. I think like in um, B garage, some people will kind of stay back in that little garage area in that alley and they'll get smacked by a one-way cypher cage and they aren't pushing and you're getting body blocked. And I think I think in every site you really have to commit or you have to hold back and wait for a pick. Because if you're all just going to be standing around, not fully pushing, it's not going to go well for you guys and everyone's just going to rotate in time to be able to wreck you guys. But I would say mid mid is is also something you have to push pretty hard, but it's not as much bottlenecking because you can kind of stay back. You don't really have to push. You can kind of play for picks. Um, but once you get into mail room, you do have to kind of push through and watch out for someone invents or ropes to peek out and, and take out some of your teammates. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, do, really, do you also agree with that or I really I just... agree with what you just said. It actually kind of plays into the one thing that I don't like about split. And I think <laughs> that, uh, you know, this is, this is the common issue with split. This is where it gets its negative, um, you know, reviews or whatever. It's, it feels like a full five man push directly onto a site can feel really, really disgusting. And like you were saying, it's due to the bottleneck that occurs on both sites. There's only one entrance if you're just going to a site. If you're not playing mid at all, all five of your team is going through one entrance and it's really tight. So incoming abilities, such as all of them, mollies, flashes, stuns, like you said, a raised grenade and combo that with the one ways that the defense is able to put on both a and b entrances <laughs> you have nowhere to go at that point and it can be just it can decimate you and so i think of the cypher cage on b right you see that every single game if there's a cypher there omen can put that little one way on a so you can't see down long and like you said there's abilities coming in and you have nowhere to run and your team is just body blocking you and it can get pretty awful. So um, that's not a good feeling. And I just to I totally agree with what you said. You just need to totally commit if you're going to try and play that style. Yeah, I think it also, if the, the longer you wait, pushed into A main or something, or even ramps on A. Oh, like dude. I said, people are going to rotate. And then you have a Killjoy Molly, Raise Nade, a Phoenix 
Phoenix Molly all coming <laughs> exactly. at you, and there's no way to there's nowhere to go because you're <laughs> exactly. getting peaked from aiming a ramp ropes. It's yeah, yeah. You just don't want to be in that position. I think people need to. So the the biggest thing that I see, um, at least in my rank, is that people they they feel like they have to they feel like they have time to wait in an area or they have to just push right away. When I almost I I would argue that it's it's better to kind of stay back and then kind of bait out if if you're if you're not going to push right away, but to stay back and kind of bait utilities, like even stay back and spawn like an A lobby or or B lobby. And kind of just like push out, bait a cipher trap, and then that cage is going to be gone. That one way is done for. Or shoot out like a tripwire, push out, raise throws a nade, run back. You know, right? And just, just you like you. We have you have so much time in a round, a lot longer than you think. Yeah, that's really good get, advice to bait utility and then get on site. That's really, I think, really good. I think advice. that's where defenders are trashing on on attackers is using their their um. Abilities just to smack, smack everyone because you're all. And they have no chance against it. You're all in a. Cl- what happens so often, and you're totally right, is people get caught in that weird middle zone. They're not far enough back to be out of the mollies and out of the flashes, but they're not far enough in to really spread out. So, like you said, you end up on ramps or you end up in that hallway in B garage. And if your team isn't doing either, like if they're not backing up or going forward, it's just, it's like, yeah, it's terrible. There's nothing you can do in that situation. And it's kind of funny that you brought this up because, um, I was just watching some gameplay of the, um, the first strike qualifiers. The last game was between, um, 100 thieves versus envy. And that exact thing happened. Envy was on attacking side and they got caught in ramps and, hundred thieves wiped them out four to one or they 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 only got one kill on the attacking side and it was because of that same thing if you're not one thousand percent pushing the players that are in mid can just immediately start going through sewers if they know that you're just five man pushing and so now not only are you trapped in ramps from a long you know and heaven it's like they're coming behind you as well and that kind of goes the same for a full push on b just fully pushing is difficult and i think you're even, you're totally right yeah and that also goes even when you're um plant when you're you planted the bomb on b and then you have i see a lot of times three people in back of b just standing there and like one brim ult could take two of you out so i think when like post plant we people really need to spread out and just get like spacing between them not everyone going back B and everyone's holding garage, right? Like talk to your teammates, be like, Hey, I'm watching heaven. Watch CT for me. We got garage covered. You know, don't have three people watching one place in one different, like the same area. And I see you can get smacked so often from that. So I think also it just goes like throughout the entire match, just making sure you're not bottlenecking yourself and getting yourself in areas where you can't escape out of. And kind of planning a way out before you're before you're in that position. Um, in a post plant situation on attack, your team plants the bomb. Which site would you rather be defending at that point? Would you say? I I almost like a more. I I think both sites. I I do. I don't mind post plant. Um, I like a because you can walk elbow and go screens and kind of watch in that area. Um, you can also kind of move around. You can even like take heaven too. I feel like there's a lot more spacing with B site. I think like walking up to heaven is really difficult. So I think you're, I feel like I kind of feel stuck in the back of B a lot of the times. That's how I feel too. Cause people can kind of push you back there and there's not really much to do except go to garage. But then when you're in garage, you can't see the bomb site at all. So that's my argument with a site post plant. It's a two V four and I sometimes go elbow and then go screens and you kind of go CT. I usually just walk up to heaven and then people who push through a main or already push out of heaven, you can see bomb down at a, or at least see people going on a site. And I feel like you can get a lot of flanks right there. I just think it's a little harder with B You can kind of do the same thing, but I have better, better luck on a doing that. What do you, what are your thoughts on it? 
Yeah, I think that was really well said. I think you have more of an ability to get aggressive post-plan on A for the exact reasons that you were saying. You can kind of sneak through elbow and into screens with a lot of cover. You're not really, you're kind of tucked away when you're in elbow. B feels really open to me. Like you're really open to heaven pretty much no matter where you're playing. And that's often where your opponents are going to be coming from. So there's, uh, like you said, less areas to hide. Like you said, you can go garage, but then you actually don't have a sight line on the bomb and you can get yourself into a weird situation there. I think I think A would be my choice as well. You just have more freedom, even going ramps. You can, it's not, it's not insanely risky to go ramps and then you can cover heaven from ramps and you have some cover still, you know, right? And then there's those, there's kind of like screens has a lot of little angles that people play. Do you know like that? So say you're coming out of screens, there's like directly to the right. A lot of players will play in that corner, which is not really a bad spot because especially if your team can put a smoke down right at screens, you're kind of like, again, tucked away and hidden there. I just, I feel exactly like you do. I just feel open when I'm playing on B. You kind of feel forced into that back corner, like you were saying, and then abilities start flying. frantic, man. I start like running around. It's like, where do you go in B? I never really, yeah. I, I do play pillar sometimes against it, but even then it's a little like you, I feel like there's just so many angles, like garage can wreck you. I just, yeah, I do get frantic. I kind of run around all over the place. <laughs> yeah. And then especially when you have all these players with flashes right now, Sky, Breach, I mean, even playing Pillar, it's hard to cover everything safely. You know, like if they're just popping you with flashes on both sides of Pillar, it's just really difficult to hold. So I would, I would probably have to say the same as you. As far as attack, I would probably, I feel more comfortable on A. Um what about defense? Where where do you like to defend? What's what's your defending play style on defense? Defending, I move around quite a bit. Um, I do enjoy playing B Heaven and Mailroom and kind of looking down at Garage for people pushing out of there and also peeking mid sometimes. I, I do get some picks there sometimes. I also play Ramp on A. I yep. do enjoy that spot. I sometimes peek out of Ramp looking down to A Main and get in, just hold it with an op. You can hold that spot pretty well. Also going on to A rafters with an op, you can see down through A main and you can see if anyone pushes through. Unless they smoke it, of course, but it's really good info that I get usually. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I do enjoy playing playing everywhere in defending. <laughs> I think a lot of people do enjoy defending on split. It's a lot easier, in my opinion, than attacking. Yeah, no, but, I, I think you're you're right. It does feel really defender sided what's uh you, you uh, playing jet who do you play or where do you play at i really like to play in we just talked about this call out it's uh vents is that the right call out for yeah i play vents a lot with an operator that's a again it unless they're totally committing to swinging right out into mid which is dangerous for them they kind of take a slow peek on that first corner that you can sight in on on the right hand side and you're still protected from sewers because there's the the double boxes on the left so it's a it's not a very risky angle to hold and then as jet you can get a pick and if they are fully pushing out you have total freedom to dash to the left and a lot of games people just start running their abilities into vents and so at that point i just totally drop down into ropes i go to a heaven and then i play from there if they're committing to B, it's just really hard to hold vents if there's a mass amount of abilities coming through. When there's a boom bot in there, a grenade, and all these mollies, it's a good way for them to just dump their abilities. It's kind of almost nice for them to know that you're there and you can kind of play with them a little bit to get them to use some of that utility and then just back out. You have a totally free escape back into A heaven and then you can run around CT. So that's... yeah. A common place I, I play. I agree with you. I think vents is very. I think it can be very rewarding and also very dangerous. Um, some some areas where I see teams play at is a lot of people play two mid and then and then one B and two A like yep. one on ramps and then one A main. 
I think two on mid is really important because if they're going A, you can you can rotate a lot quicker. Or if they're going B, you can just switch really quick instead of being on A site and running all the way over to B. I also, if since I know a lot of attacking teams, they usually always smoke vent. I always smoke as Omen. Yep. I'm always smoking vent. I'm not going to peek out of there because they hold that corner so much. Yep. So I've seen a lot of people play. I've even done this is you have two people play mailroom and two people play on that B heaven side and you can both swing out or you just both play there. I yep. think it does. Re- it's a little bit more safe. And as Omen, if they're going a, I can just teleport from mailroom to vents without being picked off from mid. If someone's watching that. Yeah, that's huge. That's another thing. But I think, I, I think two mid is huge because of the rotation and how quickly you can get to both sites. Yeah. Yeah. And like we were saying, mid is such a, a stronghold on the map that if you you're just trying to defend it as as long and as well as you possibly can because once they have mid they have a lot of flexibility and they can kind of mess with you as to where they're going you don't want to they might they might send one garage and then your team is calling out yeah they're coming b they're coming b and then they can easily within 15 seconds they're on the a bomb site already planting so yeah, they can really mess with you if they get mid. So I I totally agree on having two mid almost every round unless they're doing unless they're weird and they're just totally pushing one side all game. Yeah, um, I I ha- did play a match where I was on attacking team and we we thirteen and O this other team, but literally on attacking side we went mid every single round. We smoked vents, we pushed up mid, and then we could we kind of pushed through mailroom. And if there was just a bunch of utilities there that we just couldn't really push through, we just turned around, went through vents onto A site <laughs> every time. Disgusting. And then we go A site, turn around, go mailroom. It's yeah. just, it was filthy. Like they could not do a single thing because they would rotate all the way to B site and we would be on A site already. Yeah. So having that mid control is, is massive. I completely agree with you with that. Yeah. Just defending that and holding that off as long as you possibly can is vital to the round. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, Kind of like we were saying in vents, I think, what would you say? Do, would you say to, if they're just throwing utility in there, do you completely give it up or do you kind of halfway go down the ropes and keep some pressure there? I think it's kind of a hard dilemma for me when I'm in that situation. Like, honestly, I think the best ability in vents for attacking, dude, is the Sova sh- shock dart because it bounces around in there and you can't really get a read on where it's coming. And I've been destroyed like you know even if i'm like okay guys i'm giving up vents i'm giving up vents they can still kill me out of their utility so there's there have been times that i fully just bailed and then there's been times that i've kind of played with them around a little bit what do you yeah they can dump so much like when, when they dump utilities a ton i do often find myself running back and then all the way through yeah our spawn and going be heaven you just get out of there i think I would almost say, this is for me, I don't know if it's for other people, but I would almost say like 75% of the time when they go mid, they're going be heaven. That's so true. I wonder why that is. Because I also think because, so be heaven if or be site, if you push through garage, you have almost one place to plant is behind that single box around that <laughs> around pillar. Yeah. When you go heaven, you can get that control where you just smoke CT and then you can plant kind of in the middle of site. And then you can have someone playing CT, someone playing heaven and back of B all being able to see the bomb. That's so such I a think, good point. I think B mid is huge for getting that bomb centered. And also like, I think B site is just a lot uh, more efficient going mid. But I, I don't know that that might just be my opinion. No, so I, that's why I, I do rotate a lot. Yeah. yeah so if, if when they dump utility, I'll, I'll usually find myself just rotating right away. So I think that's, I, that's a good piece of advice for someone that plays vents often. If you're unsure what to do in that situation, I think me and Rogan both agree. If they're just dumping utility in there, just get out of there and start rotating to B because more often than not, that's the choice that they're going to make. Yep. Also, also another thing I just want to mention real quick is that playing vents too is that it's such a big area where people can wallbang you at. Even if you true. try to like Very run away, true. you can just blast the walls and you're pretty, like, you're toast. That is so true, man. Yeah. If, if you're stuck point. on, if you're stuck in that cubby, 
like on the opposite <laughs> side of ropes. Dude. They, they're wall banging, shock darts, and you're dead. <laughs> yeah, you could not be more on the money with that one. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, vent, vents is dangerous, but it's also a great place to play. Yeah. If you want to use that utility. Yep. And then B Heaven can kind of be hard to play. If they, so say me and you are playing, you're playing Mailroom, I'm playing Vents. They force me out of Vents. I say, guys, I'm out. I'm giving it up. I'm rotating to B Heaven. And they're pushing you. What are you doing in that situation? Are you, are you backing into B Heaven and getting onto B Site? Or how do you play that? Because that's a really common place that these listeners are going to find yeah. themselves in. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do, like I said, I do play B Heaven quite a bit and washing down at mid and people do just go full savage down mid to B Heaven. So it is, if you're waiting a little bit too long, they're just going to push you and you'll be picked off pretty easily. Another thing is that people do B splits. So you'll find someone in B, B Garage also and they can hit you in Heaven. You're wide open. So yeah. I think I think I'm more more safe going um going to stairs and just backing off completely and then going to B alley and looking down like through like being at CT and kind okay. of playing back there. So I'll usually probably just give it up. Okay. And maybe like try to get a pick on stairs looking into B heaven. It's just it's hard. It's um, hard. Cause they always smoke the kind of the stairs area too. If they yep, do manage uh-huh. to crack into B heaven you're pretty much smoked off there anyway. And then they're pre-firing that. I thought that's what you did. I just wanted to just, yeah, cause I, that's a hard place to play as well. It is. It's a very hard and running on to be heaven it, or a B site from heaven. It is difficult, but you, you can do it. I know some people do. It's just not the way I like to play. I think just backing off and playing for a retake, waiting for your team to come back. That's another huge thing with every map. If if it's like a three v four and they have sight, don't push when like you have two teammates on A. Yeah, just just wait for them to rotate with you, and then you can have two people go alley, one person goes stairs, push at the same time, and you'll be able to get a pick. Yeah, if you're just going one at a time, like there's what like what are you doing, man? Yeah, no, that's even if your team is just so toxic, I would just like use them as bait. <laughs> let the, let them push them push right after you know. Yeah. No, exactly. Playing retake is super important on split and any other map. And it's it's something that a lot of people don't play. <laughs> it's interesting. But yeah, that's a good Very piece true. of advice. Um yeah, man. It's it's tough. Like if they get into B Heaven, it's you're you're really limited to what you can actually do. I think, guys, for that player that's playing vents, if you can get that initial kill, it's so big. Like we we're kind of saying you know, and what we liked about split, any kill that you can get in mid early on feels really impactful. It slows them down a ton. So anyone playing mid just really maybe put your best aimer on mid, I would say, because it's just super vital to how the game is going to, the rest of that round is going to play out. Um, Very true. I know we kind of have our own rifle preferences, but um, what, what rifle are you usually using on split? Do you so, always go Phantom or do you always go Vandal or what? Dude, I've kind of I've kind of stepped away from the Phantom. I know there's a, it's very mixed right now, I feel like. Um the Vandal I I love because of the consistency it has in split. Is that you do have like some long spots if you're standing A screens and watching to A main. That's a far distance. Yeah. With a headshot from a Phantom, you won't be getting the kill. Nope. Yeah. So having a Vandal and knowing that it's going to be a kill if you get that headshot is huge for me. I personally just run the Vandal in almost all maps. Um, I know some people might not agree. I think I just find it. I, I just do better with you it. You just prefer it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I was just wondering. About if, you? Yeah, I think I, I run the Vandal, as you know, very often. I think I um, I do actually use the Phantom on B because I feel like it's tighter kind of close quarters you're getting a one tap headshot pretty much if you're playing on site so if there are times that i'm playing on site on b i will run the phantom over the vandal but i think anywhere on a i'm running the vandal because even if you're playing ramps i just i want the one tap or anywhere on a feels long so 
I run the Vandal anywhere except B. B, I'll run the Phantom. That's interesting, yeah. I think mixing it up quite a bit is very nice. Um, even playing like Phantom on yeah on mid or like playing it with a smoke. If yeah. Omen can smoke like yep. even just like a make it close quarters. It's the Phantom does is very beneficial. But do you do you want to move on to A site? Just kind of talk more about if, if they do push through pretty hard or yeah. like how do you play A site usually if if they have site and you're trying to retake it. That's yeah. Sorry, we kind of spent a lot of time on B and realized that this is good. Um. So on A, if I'm playing A, I often play on ramps. Again, like you were saying, I like to hold that angle looking down into A main. You have total freedom to totally get to safety to your left. Um, I don't usually go into that right-hand cubby. I just feel like like unless your aim is just really on that day, it's going to be easy to get outnumbered right there. They're going to swing you with multiple bodies at the same time. So I think that's a risky spot to play. I do like just holding that angle down a main. I actually have been really liking <laughs> the uh, the aggressive peak. If you're playing, um, man, I don't even know what that call out is, how you can kind of peek into where they're going to be pushing from, like right at the beginning, you know, if you're right against the your barrier before the round starts. Do you know what that call what out the, is? Um, what are you talking about, dog? You know, like you're like not in hell, but you're, you're looking like right at aiming. Oh, rafters? You're like above? No, no. You're down on the ground. And then if I would you... say just that's like A main. Okay. So, I mean, the people know what we're talking about. Just And when you're defending, you can kind of just take like four steps forward and peek down into where they're going to be pushing from. And if you get a pick right there, it's huge. I play jet so you can immediately dash back and then play on site. So that's... And then from there, I'll just go, I'll run all the way back and hold elbow from there. Or I'll hold like, I'll just be looking down into A main from the back yeah, of A. I know exactly what you're talking about now. I, that that does make sense. A lot of people do that. It is, I think, like Coulter mentioned, he's he does play jet. He is able to do that for people without mobility. Be very careful of that. And uh, also yeah. for vents too. Yeah. Just if you're peeking corners where you don't really have much of an escape or it, it will, it'll take some time. Or if the team pushes you, you, you're going to be in like, like clear as daylight. Yeah. I just wouldn't do it. Just yep. play safer. Yeah. I really like to hold like screens as well. Just looking down into a main with a vandal or an operator. That's a really, really good spot. Um, and if they smoke you out, you can just take a few steps forward and then you're holding the elbow corner. So yeah. They really can't do much against you there. They're not going to smoke themselves right in front of A unless they're going a full push into heaven, but that's really unlikely. So just playing back is super, super valuable as well, I feel like. I don't play rafters very much. I don't know why. I feel like if they crack into A like pretty quickly, you're kind of in a spot where you can't do much, but I know people play that angle. Same with heaven. I just don't spend much time playing there. Because I just have no no way out of it if things don't go our way. Yeah, I I do find myself peeking out of rafters somewhat um, often, like right next to window. I'll, yeah, right next to or heaven. Yeah, right next to a heaven window. Mm -hmm. Playing an off angle is really big, so not fully peeking as much as you can, but kind of like stepping back and watching for people like running to plant the bomb, which is huge. Because then big. people will be looking at heaven and they can't see you. And then once they run on site, then you can get a pick right there. I think a lot of like playing off angles is huge. Not peeking where they're going to come out of, but like playing back where where when they're running forward and they're already peeking that angle and they think you're going to be there, you're not. Yeah. And and once they push forward, then you'll be able to see them. Because a lot of people, they're just going to watch a corner where they think you'll be all the time. Yep. Very true. And don't do the same thing. Kind of just like try to play different angles like that. Um. I think I, I do that quite a bit on rafters. There's a lot of potential there, especially if they smoke. You can kind of step out of smoke as well. Or yeah. there's sometimes gaps in the smoke, which is huge. Yeah, man. If they misplace that smoke on the heaven window, that can totally just <laughs> totally ruin them. Yeah. I know exactly uh -huh. what you're saying. Like they'll look up and if they don't immediately see you, they're gonna snap back and start running towards a bomb. And you're saying that's when you take your opportunity yeah, to exactly. get a killer too. I know exactly. Yeah, that's a very very good advice. That goes with that goes with almost any peak, I would say. 
yeah, or a lot of the peaks. Play it a little safer. You don't always need to mm-hmm. be holding the angle that they know you're going to be holding. You can kind of play back of it, play it safer, and wait for them to peak that corner. Okay, you're not there. Then they're going to move, and then that's when you strike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right on, man. Um, any any other thoughts on on a site? Is there? Do you like to plant the bomb in any specific area on a? Yeah, if you're attacking um, a site. A lot of people just plant the bomb behind, um, kind of like a a site box or wall. I forgot that call out. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people out. plant there. It, it's beneficial in some ways. Also, it is a little dangerous. People can wall bang through that. If if you are able to almost plant in front of that wall and in front, right in the open, if you guys have sight and if you guys have heaven, if you have someone watching heaven, plant right in the open. Like just just because it's a good, you're safe to plant it, and there's not a single place someone can shoot you from. It doesn't mean it's going to be a good plant. People no, need to that makes just sense. Plant though. the bomb in good areas where. So like, if someone's saying plant for heaven, you know, like plant where heaven can see it. <laughs> I know a lot yeah. of people know that already, but like understand it more because a lot of people think they understand it when they don't. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you have a teammate playing elbow, plant it for elbow. You know, plan it where your where your teammates are going to be. I think it goes into every situation. Like even for B site, if you want to play CT, plant it where you can see the bomb from CT. Yeah, because if you're playing garage and it's planted <laughs> behind <laughs> box, you, you hear the diffuse go off. Yeah. You're gonna have to sprint. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, rough. You, the planting the bomb is like so essential on doing it right, and a lot of people don't make a good decision with that yeah i think i think that's huge i think that's a really good thing you said on a site planning in front of that box rather than behind it if it's if you're in a situation where that's uh, an option because that way if they are flanking through sewers etc and they push you off of site you haven't lost vision of the bomb you can rotate through elbow get into heaven and you're still in control of the bomb and i think that that's a really big point to make on bomb placement on a I really like that as well. Yeah, even just keeping control of bomb. And also, I would yeah. say if you have a jet on your team or omen or anyone with a smoke, just like like ping ping the ground, tell them to smoke it. They smoke it and you can plant right in the open. Yeah, guys, Without, ping the bomb for your teammates, please. Yeah, for sure. Please. Yep, that's huge. Even like through wall if you're spectating your teammate ping the bomb like consistently. (laughs) Yeah. It's the most helpful thing that you can do as a teammate that's been downed. That is hugely beneficial. And I mean, it's insane how many rounds have been won or lost because of a ping or because of the lack of a ping. So always ping it for your teammate, even if it seems irrelevant because it it never hurts to ping the bomb for your teammate. So that's a really good point. Yeah. And that's with every map as well. Yeah. Always just, even like like when you're spectating, you aren't out of the game yet. <laughs> like you can still help out in a lot of ways. Yep. Um, That's pretty big. Some popular, just really quick before we wrap this up, some popular agent picks. Um, Raze is actually played a lot on Split for a lot of the reasons that we mentioned previously. A lot of bottlenecks and her uh, grenade and boom bot damaging abilities can really get a lot of value. Um, Omen is usually the smoker on this map. Um, and guys, take all of this with a, just keep in mind that the meta is always changing. So it, it might be different tomorrow, but um, those are two agents that are very, very, almost in every single team composition in the pro level. Uh, Raisin Omen will always be there. Um, Breach is also played a lot. Um, Viper gets a lot of play as well. Her wall is really big. If we go into a, uh, a Viper breakdown, we can go through some of the plays that she can make on on split. But if you are someone that likes to play Viper, uh, don't be afraid to play her on split. A lot of pro players uh, really add her into the comp and get a lot of value out of her on on split. So those are just a few that I've seen in the most recent pro games that the teams are running. So Yeah, I, I think um, to summarize split, I think every site you have to either commit or hold back it's very tough getting on site, but you have to make that initial push to get through. Don't spend too much time and have all the defenders be being able to rotate. You have a lot more time than you think, so just be patient with that. 
play for picks. Um, just communication's key on this map. Always just communicating, especially if you're going to mid, communicate that if you're going B heaven, communicate that if there's already people there, just rotate to A. And always be communicating if it's not going to work, if there's a cipher one way, don't push through. Yep. Just being very careful of that and using every ability to its greatest potential is huge. Yeah, well said, man. Just don't get caught in that middle ground. I think that's really the biggest takeaway for me tonight. Even it's good advice for myself. Don't get caught in that weird middle zone of not not pushing but not retreating because it, it'll always end in a flawless almost. So um, yeah, I'm going to work on my split this week. I'm excited for the new week. Going to be going. Yeah, it's it's going to be good. Going to be going to gold too, man. Using the classic much more too. I've, I'm going to stick with it. It's been very beneficial. Yeah. Um, how have you enjoyed the classic, man? After our last episode. Honestly, I have really... Okay, this week... I, and I'm not just saying this because we did a, a Ghost versus Classic episode, but I have been keeping it in the forefront of my mind to use the Classic more. Even just as a secondary, if you run out of ammo, the benefit that you can get to quickly swapping to your to your Classic is massive, you guys. I literally... I got out of a super sticky situation. I got two one-tap right clicks in a row. Like two players were rushing me. I sprayed one guy down, swapped to the classic, and got two more kills. And I wouldn't have been able to do that because I dumped my whole magazine almost. So that's that's been huge this week. I've really seen a lot more value out of the classic. The same as you, I've really been trying to stick with it. Um, even if Even if I kill a player with a ghost... I'm like hesitating to pick it up sometimes because I'm loving the classic so much. So that's, that's how my week has gone with the classic. How about you, man? Yeah, I, I feel the same way, man. I've like getting those right clicks, just like the triple headshot is so satisfying. Oh man. Like I've had multiple times on save rounds where you just wreck someone and he, they have a vandal. <laughs> you have a classic it's pistol. Disgusting. Like, that feels pretty good, man. Dude, after I killed those two guys, they were literally all caps lock in the chat just yelling <laughs> they're just like why the heck do i even buy shields or a gun when you just wreck me with no shields and a classic <laughs> and it's like let's that's, that's, love to hear dude, that's literally the situation which is insane i feel like people don't realize it and i didn't really realize it until we talked about it so i'm happy to be using it yeah that's um, awesome and we want to hear your guys's feedback too on what you guys are using as well have we gotten ghost. have we gotten a dm yet brother have we gotten our, not gotten oh my our, gosh our dude. dm yet um no way <laughs> that is so discouraging well we didn't dude we, we we scrapped our last episode remember oh wow that's yeah that's when we asked yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> so we get to ask again we get to ask again this is so big <laughs> for us people have no idea how huge i know oh okay first off Follow us on Twitch at flow underscore state underscore gaming to watch us go live on Friday at 5 p.m. We're going to be going live. We're going to be playing some Valorant. Um, Colter and I are probably going to be running Unrated, maybe some competitive, just running through just how to smack kids, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're going to you guys different strategies. Just talk to you guys. Um, if you guys have any questions, just pop them in the chat there. And then also with Instagram, it'll be flow state gaming official. No and then content. moving on to the DM. <laughs> yeah, no content <laughs> at all. There's not a single post on Instagram. <laughs> Guys, when you... But just, dude, feel free to send us the DM. <laughs> when you open it, just know that know that it's legit, okay? Like, yeah. Just know that it's us because you're not going to know any other way. There's nothing on it. Zero. So it looks ghetto, but it is us. <laughs> It does look like a scam. <laughs> it does, dude. It's so dumb. Like we're trying to steal everyone's money or something. But we're just scamming people. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah anyways, go on so to the DMs, dude. Tell them about the DMs. Okay, so we're doing. We're gonna test it out here. <laughs> we're, we're testing the waters to we're see just, if anyone cares. We're seeing if anyone cares. A single soul out there besides our family and friends. <laughs> so family, friends. This does not include you. At in any way but for for the one random stranger out there the first one to dm us and tell us about your experience with the ghost or the classic and give us criticism on our podcast like you can smash us tell us we're trash doesn't matter the first dm i'll be i'll be buying you guys a skin 
um, of the next pack that comes out, it won't be a knife, just a gun skin of your guys' choice. Dude, that's actually huge. Of the next pack. Not not this one, not the Ion, but yeah. That's a big commitment, brother. Well, dude, I just want to see if like, like we might not get a DM, you know? It might just be <laughs> our family that is wanting to support us dude. and like knows we're trash, but just feels bad for us. You that know? is disgusting. Imagine if here you are, you're, you're stretching forth your hand to provide a skin for somebody. Imagine if not a single person <laughs> sent a DM, dude. Not a single if, person. Dude, if we don't get a DM, that means we literally cannot even buy people to DM yeah. us. That means not a single... Yeah, we... <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and this isn't because we're wanting to, like, buy you guys out, you know? We're just... We just literally are just kind of doing well, this for fun. I'll buy followers if that's what it takes. I mean, <laughs> nothing else is working. Well, if we don't just want our parents to be listening, I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's disgusting. We have four viewers on every podcast. <laughs> wonder oh. who they are. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. So yeah, That's DM hilarious. Send us a DM, dude. It, it'll raise our spirits more than you know. So just do it, even if you don't want to. <laughs> so... That's that's what we have to say on that. Do we just need like one boy out there Dude, that like one wants to hear us? Dirty boy, one dirty nasty boy is all we need. One boy that's running commando and just sweating down there. Dude, to one, just DM us and let us know. We just need one <gasps> thick, juicy scrotum oh my God. to get why? online. Why to get online and just send us a DM, dude? That is all we why? need. I'm so queasy right now from you saying that. <laughs> oh, 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 I feel gross. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we got to shut this down, dude. Uh, take take yeah. us out of here, brother. Take us out. All right, man. Everyone, again, um, first one to DM us on Instagram gets a skin of their choice on the next pack. It'll be um, Flow State Gaming Official. That's no spaces or anything. Just Flow State Gaming Official on Instagram. And yeah, I think that's it. Um, you guys have been listening to the Flow State Gaming Podcast, brought to you by Rogan Prescott and Coulter Fair. Coulter Fair is my measly squire and my peasant. So does everyone know that for the future episodes? Squire. We <laughs> This episode, you guys were listening to um, just an overview of Split and how, how, how to play it, different strategies. I think we'll later cover it in other episodes down the road, just different things that show up. But I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, again, follow us on social media. We have no content at all, but that's the whole point for it. <laughs> Get scammed. Get scammed. <laughs> all right, this is, this is Rogan and Coulter signing out. <laughs>